1: What a great song to start off with, early in the morning. little David Bowie for us. Today, in 1972, David Bowie walked out on stage on a pub in London, England, dressed up like Ziggy Stardust. And, of course, his backing band with uh, Mick Ronstan and and some of the other guys uh, were the Spiders from Mars. What a great name. Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. Uh, I remember, I was a sophomore in, in college. About six months, six month, three months later, uh, the album came out. Uh, uh, Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars, or, or the Fall from Space for the Spider from Mars, however that went. And I, uh, I bought the album because this weird-looking guy was on the cover of it. His hair looked like it was on fire. He had a, a, a lightning bolt across his face. And he had this, these really tight clothes on. I mean, he was just the antithesis of what we had gone through with Led Zeppelin and everybody else. Right. And the way they looked, the, the quote, hippie era. And uh, Bowie got out there and just blew that all apart. And I thought, he looks weird, but the boy knows how to rock and roll. And uh, this song is one of my favorite songs off of that album. I had bought his... I thought this was his, like, third album, and it wasn't. Spiders from Mars was his fifth LP that he released. Wow. And it's the one that put him over the top. Hunky Dory got everybody's attention. That was the year before in 71. And then he, he hit with this one. It was big. And the Melody Maker and you who are uh, big mo- uh, music fans remember that magazine as being like Billboard from over across the ocean. And uh, they did all the interviews with the uh, the rock stars and stuff. And they asked Bowie about uh, his act, and he said, I'm going to be huge. He was right. right. (laughs) And not just as Ziggy, all right? Not just as Ziggy, but just because he reimagined himself time and time and time again. I mean, you listen to that song there and then think fame. Mm Mm-hmm. Think about the differences in, in musical styles. Madonna has nothing on David Bowie. Oh, right? Of course Just not. A, yeah. I mean, she and then she reinvented herself several times too. Yeah. So anyway, interesting. Okay, I love. Oh, there's my favorite part of the song. I missed it. Wham bam! Thank you, ma'am. Yeah part of the song. Well, of course anyway. that's your favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a great song. <laughs> anyway, Marlise Kerr is here. She is the chairman of the Pulaski County uh, GOP. Uh, we've had a former uh, chairman on, Mark Johnson, who's been here with us several times. Mark is a good friend of the show. I have him on a lot of times. And I, if he's listening today, I bet he calls in because he thinks that Marlise is doing a great job. So, but she let's let, a great let, job yeah Alan Kerr is here too yes they are a couple my fan they've been they've been <laughs> they've, how long you guys been married
2: 32
1: almost 33 years he just got me beat by two years it's 31 years yeah. for me yeah. in so anyway uh I I have nothing but good things to say about Alan uh I've known him since he was uh, a JP here in Pulaski County right. and he went on to be a, a state representative and then he got tired of. uh people stabbing him in the back and uh he went be, he became uh insurance commissioner right and now he's not that in long he's gone back into just uh regular fields yeah. of insurance you're my insurance agent in yeah. fact
2: yeah went back to making money so yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i understand that and how that how that
2: all works but
1: do you do you ever wish you could go back to it now be back in the capital
2: um yeah, when, when session's not going on, I wish I could go back to the Capitol. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I wish we could get you back in
1: in the Senate mm-hmm. and then get you, well, that would take Mark Johnson out probably. Yeah. But, I mean, I, to get you back in over there to uh, be a tag team with David Ray. And maybe mm-hmm. we could get rid of special elections, finally. Maybe,
2: maybe. That
3: would be awesome.
1: Cut off its head, stick, right. uh, stick a, a stake in its heart and drag <laughs> yeah. it out in the sun and make it go know. away
2: well i tell you what special elections is just it's a bear that won't die
1: yeah and just you know we won't get into it i'm i have marlise on to talk to marlise but the bottom line is when we thought we had it done it was somebody in the party that's yeah. that that put the knife deep yeah. into us and i i still have trouble forgiving them for that
2: <laughs> me too
1: and you know what they were they they were listening to their uh their school superintendent not yeah. to the voters
2: no they the weren't listening to the voters they listened to their superintendent. yes they
1: did they yeah. absolutely did so anyway with that said i'll move on let's go to marley let's go to marley say good morning marley yeah good
4: morning
1: yeah it's good to have her i'm gonna just t- marley is a really nice lady I, I got to know her uh you know through Allen, of course over at the uh, their offices where they used to be, and uh, I would talk to her from time to time. I never expected in my wildest dreams to hear you being the head of the Republican Party in Pulaski County.
2: <laughs> Neither did she. You're the
1: chair. I am. I You're am the, the chair of, of the GOP here in Pulaski County. What made you think maybe this is something I can do?
3: Well, oh. I was the first vice chair behind mark johnson so oh, i didn't was, know that when the senator Very cool. uh, ran his election and won uh, he asked me to take over and that's how it began
1: all right so he knew he knew from experience that you're a solid republican oh yes yeah she is yes. i can tell you If you know alan you know marlise i'm just yeah, telling you yeah is she t- is she is she more conservative than you are alan
2: Oh very much so. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah, she's very much more conservative than I am. She I'm the risk taker and she she is at no risk. I mean that's 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 zero risk. So but no, Marlisa has uh, always been a very solid Republican, um very very steadfast in her in her belief that um uh, uh less government is better government.
3: Absolutely. And
2: you see what I got in my studio, right?
3: Awesome. Yeah, you're the platform, the
1: platform. The platform <laughs> sitting go. right here, and I. And here's the thing: I'll always say, if you're if you're saying you're a Republican and you you can't go into at least the front of this book and check off the principles and say yes, 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 then take the R off of your name. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. seriously. I understand there's some areas that there might be some gray out there people want to fight about, but smaller government is not one of them. Right. Right. You know, we we need to push forward with that, but to get smaller government, guess what we got to do? We got to cut spending. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's that's the big one we got to do. We got all kinds of money in the in the state government now. How about cut spending, please? Anyway, yeah, Marley, so this is your show today, not mine. But (laughs) I mean, let's get let's let's talk. What what are some of the things that you're trying to do? Because look, you're in the most you're in the bluest county. In the state of Arkansas, there's no doubt of. Is it still hard blue, or is it getting to be purple?
3: It's getting to be a little purple, I think. Um, it is challenging to find good, solid Republicans. Um, but like you just said, if we believe in the platform, that's where it starts.
1: How hard is it to to, to convince people? I mean, if you if you show, I show the the platform to people. And I said, well, what do you think about this? And I show them a piece of paper. I don't show them the booklet from the, the, the GOP. But I show them the paper, and they go, well, I can get aboard that. And I agree with all those things. So I said, well, then you're a Republican. Right. And they look at me and go, no, I'm not. And I go, well, yeah, you are. <laughs> yes, yeah, you, you are. are. You're surely not a Democrat. I can tell you that right now. That's right. So yeah. it's, it's it's interesting that What's the most biggest misconception you run into as as chairman?
3: The biggest misconception is that normal, everyday citizens can't get involved. They think, well, that's politics. There's not a place for them. But there really is. The Republican committee is where we can come in. We, at almost every meeting, we have legislators, we have um, the JPs, we have uh, many times when the congressman is in in the city and when he's here he'll be at our meetings.
1: okay so you're talking about French Hill.
3: absolutely okay and when he's not here his wife Martha comes to the meetings to represent him mm-hmm. um, and these people are very much approachable and our, me- our members um, citizens who want to get involved or just ask questions that's where they can come and meet these people face-to-face it's not just a, a voice on the radio or someone who shows up on TV. These are the people that we elected. So they answer to us, and they're more than willing to sit down, have a conversation, answer questions, um, dig deeper if there's a problem. And that's the beauty of the, the Republican committee and where, where and how we can meet. And I'm just the facilitator. They don't need to hear me stand up and give a monologue. I'm a facilitator.
1: You don't yammer at them, are no. you telling me? You don't, no, you don't and, do that. and
3: that's the thing about Republicans: we all have our own opinions.
1: It's a big tent. Mm-hmm. It really, it really is. People don't think it is, but it is. Although there's, there are people who think that the tent should only be them and their followers, so to speak. Right. So we'll talk a little bit about that as we go along. Marlise Kerr is here. She's a chairman of the uh, Republican Party of Pulaski County. And we're going to have a, an hour with her to discuss some issues and discuss what's going on with the GOP here in Pulaski, uh, uh County. My, I'll let you know that the question and I'll follow up with her when we get back is how do we grow the party so that Republican principles are being, you know, vested for the people in this County. We'll talk about that when we return here on the Dave Ellswick show, uh, don't want you to forget about Pat Davis. Pat Davis is the guy who'll take care of your uh, health insurance for you. Uh, he can save you 20 to 50, well 30 to 50 percent is what he'll tell you. Uh, and it can be any insurance policy. any plan that is provided here in the country using his principles, he can cut back your costs like no co-pays. He can make it so you have no copays. That's a big deal. Ask him when you talk to him about uh, deductible busters uh, that he has as well. It's all legal. It's just different ways of doing things. And if you feel like you're beating your head against the wall because you can't get your prices down on your your health insurance, talk to Pat. He'll help you do that. The number is uh, 501 605 Sixty nine thirty five. That's the number to call and talk to Pat, or visit him online at your dot com. All right. The chairman of the Pulaski County GOP is my guest this morning. Her name is Marlisa <laughs> Kerr. I wanted to make sure that I, I look I'm the Harry carry of names on this show. All right. People come on this show, and they'll be sitting right across from me, and they'll tell me their names before I even open crack the mic open, and I'll mispronounce it. Or I'll call them somebody else's name yeah. just because my mind is going a million different ways. But Marlisa is here today, and, and there's some, I think, big questions to ask her. Uh, she and Mark Johnson have made some changes in the party here in Pulaski County. It's made some inroads in Pulaski County. A lot of people you know, have written Pulaski County off, had they not? Just kind of written it off, said, ain't no way a Republican win- can win here?
3: They have. They yeah. have. They've underestimated us.
1: Now, you were telling me, you've got how many members now?
3: Uh, we're up to 70 members, okay. 70 voting members. All right. Uh, which is up quite a bit from just four or five years ago.
1: Yeah. And you know when a- you had 10?
3: <laughs> well, it when Allen first... Uh, became interested in politics and wanted to run for jp i think we could meet in a phone booth
2: well <laughs> we, we were meeting we were meeting over here in the old mall across across from park plaza remember the old university mall oh yeah
1: the tall yeah, one
2: the tall yeah mm-hmm. yeah university mall and they were they were uh borrowing a a one of these little small retail spaces and just line some chairs up in there right and there was like maybe 15 you know and and so it was like a 12 step program, yeah, yeah, it really, <laughs> oh, yeah. Was. really was so you know,
3: I think they were taking the building down as we were meeting
2: yeah, yeah, we were having our last meeting there and they were taking the building down around us but wow uh but we we not we she said we have seventy voting members, but uh, we have a lot of people who come in uh, to see what it's all about, you know to sure. uh to to see uh, to, 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 to attend the meetings. And to be able to talk to the uh, to the politicians that we've we've got there now, and um, and voice their opinion. So you don't have to be a member to come, right? Uh, just just come on by every third Thursday, isn't it? Right at six o'clock
3: every third Thursday.
2: Uh, we meet over here at the RPA uh, at the the Republican Party headquarters. Nice on, place, uh, yeah, nice place. Now, um, so you know, uh, come one, come all. If you want to know what it's all about, come on by. All
4: right.
3: And the whole committee's purpose is to <clears throat> inform, equip, and activate <coughs> normal citizens.
1: You know, you hear a lot of people say, Marley, so they, they make this statement, that they don't want to be involved in politics. But there's an old saying that I always remind them about, and that is, you may not want to get involved in politics, the politics will get involved with you. Right. Absolutely. That's exactly right. That's what they do every two years when they meet in, over there in Little Rock. They're getting involved in your life at that point.
3: Right. And the misconception also is that these meetings are just for the politicians, just mm-hmm. for those people in office. And that's not the case.
1: Or watch Fox News eight hours a day, oh. like me, just <laughs> i got to be able to talk about all this stuff. But anyway... Yeah, I mean, seriously, they think that you've got to be living, breathing, and eating politics to get involved in the party, correct?
3: No, and that is that is absolutely not the case. Um, of course, all politics starts local, um, and one of the purposes for us is to find good Justice of the Peace candidates, and we desperately need that. Uh, we have five on the quorum court for Pulaski County right now. They're all up for re-election this go-around. Right, um, but we're looking for more.
1: Yeah, I, I, Hines is still one of my buddies. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I, he was out out of I think he got out of country last week because I wanted him on to talk about, of course, the uh, mayor, uh, calling a health, state of emergency,
4: because
1: <laughs> he sees you know when when you're not breathing anymore, your health has been impacted a lot. And we've had a lot of murders here in in uh, uh, Little Rock. I, I'm, do you think that it's as bad now, or close to as bad as it was during the time when HBO was doing specials about banging and Little Rock? I think it Absolutely. is
3: just as bad, if not worse. Uh, we just haven't heard all of it. Yeah. And I think part of that is because of the chief of police.
2: We're, we were coming home from an event. A couple weeks ago was a Friday night, Saturday night, something like that, and uh, there was literally a gunfight in the middle of university and uh, right right down the road from my station. Yes, university and six thirty, right down here. And uh, there was a dead
1: person on the entrance ramp. We were, yeah,
2: we were, we were driving by there. There was like thirty police cars out there. And she says, what's going on? And I said, it doesn't matter. We're out of here. <laughs> We're not going to stop.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to see. I would stop. Okay. I'd be asking questions. But yeah, that, that's exactly. They found two guys there in Kane's chicken mm-hmm. that had been shot. There was a dead person in a car on the uh, entrance ramp going up to 630. Yeah,
3: that shouldn't be happening. Not in not in today's world. It should not be happening. And we as citizens, we need to take control of that.
1: Well, let me remind people that it's happening in big cities all across America where people who wear blue ties uh, are uh, are reigning supreme as mayors and as council members. The Democrats (coughs) control uh, almost all of the big cities, and that includes Little Rock. And uh, these are problems that they're having, and they'll say, "Well, it's not our fault." Well, then whose fault is it? Whose fault is it? Mm-hmm. If if you can't figure out how to help stop this, what you know, whose whose problem is it? And I I say to people that, well, I don't know what the Republicans do. that will give them a chance. You know, it's kind of like what Trump said when he ran for president. You know, what do you got to lose? Uh, give me a chance. Right. What right. what's going on? Ain't working.
3: That's right. Well, one of the planks of our platform does say we believe in equal and just enforcement of the law. That, to me, says a lot.
1: That's not what the Democrats believe anymore. No. no. And they would
3: also have people believe we don't believe in that.
4: Oh,
1: I agree with that, too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how and we'll we'll talk more of this when we get into the next half hour, because this is where the rubber hits the road, how do you change those perceptions? Perceptions may not be true, but perceptions become reality. reality right? So let, let's talk about how and what you're doing as, as chairman to, to try to break through those perceptions out there okay. and getting people who want to run as Republicans and uh, bring that message to the average citizen, you know, so that they know that things can be can be different. All right, we got to take a break. We got news coming up, and then when we come back, Marlisa Kerr, who is the uh, chairman of the Pulaski County GOP, is going to still be my guest, and we're going to talk some more because this is the last bastion that we mm-hmm. got to break is right here in Pulaski County. You. Uh, you know, I you've heard my show a long time, and you know that I've always said. The most important form of government is the government that is closest to you. And I would say that's your city council. That is your quorum court. uh, That's your state uh, senate, state representatives, because you've got multiple votes with those people. You've only got four in the House and two in the Senate. It's going to be a nice day today. They're saying 70 degrees for a high today. Got to love that, 70 tomorrow. I'm, I'm, and then it's going to get. They say it's going to get cold. Well, it's still going to be in the upper 40s. Yeah. And for wintertime, that's not bad.
3: But we still have snow and ice trying to melt.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, let's remember <laughs> that this time last week, mm-hmm. I was on the radio from my dining room in Capit because I couldn't drive into Little Rock. The roads were covered with ice, so I was I was stuck there. And today, I'm back in the studio. And I'm talking about 70 degrees in sunshine. I'm liking that. I love I love it to staying warm during the wintertime. Why? Because I grew up outside of Chicago. Let me tell you what, I'm still thawing out. And I moved from there when I was 27 years old. And I'm a lot closer to 70 than I am to 27 now, <laughs> just the way it is. So Marlisa is our, our guest. She is the chairman of the, uh, the GOP uh, here in Pulaski County. Do you feel like you're making some breakthroughs uh, with people of color for the Republican Party?
3: I think we are. Um, we've had tremendous help from Iverson Jackson.
1: Um, he used to be a part of this show every every Monday, and then he went yeah. to work with the Secretary of State.
3: he's awesome. He's awesome and in, in bridging those those lines, um, and he talks real talk. Oh yeah. he's very honest. Um, I forgot who the other.
2: The one in Northwest Arkansas, running yeah, for lieutenant Judge R- Woods.
3: Jo- jo- Joseph Woods. Joseph Woods. He's yeah. he's amazing, and his wife <laughs> have, is amazing as well. We have
2: a lot of people of color that 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 uh, come by the meetings and and voice their opinions and so forth, and they're listened to.
3: We had a candidate uh, a few years ago, uh, Cassandra.
2: Cassandra Woods was yeah. it Woods? No. Anyway. They ran. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
3: Um. But yeah, we have uh, some of our college Republicans same way.
1: Are they Are they still stuck up on the on a, a lot of people of color still stuck on the lies of the Democrats?
3: To some extent, I think they they want to remember what the Democrat Party <clears throat> used to be to their parents, their grandparents. No, they were
1: racist. I don't I don't have any problem saying that because it's a truth.
3: Well, civil
1: rights legislation went through because of Republicans, not because mm -hmm. of Democrats.
3: Well, and a lot of times we get into those conversations of do you know the history of. um, Well, do do you know the history?
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, they Mm -hmm. don't. Uh, They don't. Well, you know, we've got a lot of uh, Hispanic uh, uh, folks coming uh, to the meetings and um, becoming involved um, That's good. That that demographic is is starting to grow and realize that conservatism is uh, uh, is to their benefit uh, for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. I mean, we got a pretty good mix. Um, people of all ages, all backgrounds. You know, we've got good. bus drivers and we've got bankers. I mean, it, it's 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 a it's a good spread.
1: And if the Republican Party of uh, Pulaski County has any say in it, our bus drivers won't have to wear bulletproof vests, right? <laughs> right, absolutely.
3: But you know, one of the conversations I've gotten into with uh, a couple of teachers: How do they teach Abe Lincoln? What do they talk about mm-hmm. when they talk about Abe Lincoln? What What were his beliefs? That's that's controversial to me, um, and I don't understand it sometimes. Why the school system they kind of Brush that under the under the rug.
1: Oh, that he was Republican. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, go look at the Congress at that time, and it was the Republicans mm-hmm. that got the Emancipation Proclamation and all the different things that finally has led us to a lot of the changes that we're seeing today. Right. It was the Republican Party. It wasn't the Democrats, folks. It was not. Let me repeat that for you. It was not the Democrats. All right. They, they, they were from the South, most of them, and they they were not pushing equality in this country by any stretch of the imagination.
3: One of the people that I really do like to listen to uh, is Bishop E.W. Jackson. He's African-American, but he talks like Iverson Jackson does. He says it like it is.
1: Well, who mm-hmm. is it, Bishop Smith? Bishop yes. right. Smith, yes. Another great Republican uh, we we have here in Pulaski County who's out there hey he walks the streets mm-hmm. he fights it where it really is going down uh, a lot of times. so you know i need to get him back on mm-hmm. i have him on and he uh he's an equal opportunity i'm going uh, to i'm going to i'm going to put turpentine on your rear end and light it on fire kind of guy <laughs> you know what i'm saying uh, this is kind of the way he that that he is so for folks that want to come over it's, uh, you said, the third Thursday third of every Thursday, month.
3: Third Thursday of the month. Um,
1: You're meeting in the uh, Republican Party uh, um, the headquarters.
3: headquarters. headquarters. Yeah. 6 p.m. We try to keep it to an hour. Sometimes we get a little lively, and it will take into 7, 730. Okay. Um, but we try to keep it condensed to an hour. Uh, we have speakers most of the time uh, that come in. They're not always legislators or someone running for office right we don't pass the plate asking for money every time right Uh, but there is a membership fee um because that you are filing for office which is coming up uh 22nd the 22nd
1: i will be in the rotunda on that day so will alan alan will be joining me in the rotunda let me let me just say alan is going to be playing an integral part of our town halls that we're going to do here on the radio. This, I think this is the first time any radio station or TV station has down, done town halls like we're going to do them. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least for the Republican Party. there's. To be honest, there's not a whole lot of Democrats out there that want to come on my show. Just to be honest with you. Uh, I. It's open to them, but they don't come in. But bottom line is this. Uh, we will have a uh, town hall meeting for the uh, Arkansas Attorney General's race for the uh, Secretary of State's race for the Lieutenant Governor's race and then for Governor as well. Uh, we're going to have uh, I've been talking to Sarah's campaign it looks like that might happen if if that occurs all of this is going to happen over at Agape Church for this the, the smaller constitutional offices it will happen in their Family Life Center. It seats about 300. Right. Uh, for uh, Sarah if we have a a uh, a time where she's going to be answering questions and things of that nature, it'll be in the sanctuary. That seats up to, I think, 2,000 people because we think that we might have that many people show mm-hmm. up to hear what she has to say. So uh, th- that'll be uh, happening starting on March the 10th. It's the first one. I think we're doing AG first. Yes. So uh, we're going to be having uh, Tim Griffin to be there. And I can't remember... Uh, the gentleman who says that he's running as well, it's a man of color. I saw him out at the Faulkner County um, uh, Republican Party meeting just a few weeks ago where I was speaking at uh, that evening. So I'll be talking to him.
3: Leon Jones?
1: That's who it is. Yeah, Leon Jones. Now, here's the key. Until the 22nd, do March, what is it, the 1st? March 1st. Okay. March 1st. We don't know. People can be saying they're running, but they're not running until they pay their their filing fee. Right. That's right. Right. So I don't. I'm. I'm. I have some people on that I feel really sure about that they're going to run. Uh, and and let them come on because I know they got the money and they're ready to go. There's others that I don't know if they do have the money because it's not cheap. Oh, when no. you get into some of the big races like uh Governor and stuff I mean Governor's fifteen grand uh, that you okay. got to put up, and if you're running for Senate, I think it's twenty thousand dollars for Senate if I'm not mistaken so and all that money that is gathered is uh spread out amongst the candidates that, candidates that run in mm-hmm. the in the fall for the Republican party. but we're going to uh, do these uh, town halls, we're going to broadcast them on the radio when we're doing them. Uh, you can be there. We'll tell you how to get an Eventbrite uh, ticket so you can go and, and, and see them. But uh, I think it's important that you hear from every candidate that's on the ballot and know what they stand for. Right. And that's this has been my baby from the very beginning. I've been trying to do it for years, 21 to be exact, and this is the first year that I – could find the sponsors that would get behind it and make it because it does cost money to do this stuff uh to get it to get it to happen all right we got to take another break let's get that done and we're going to come back with uh, marlisa and talk to her some more about the republican party of pulaski county and some of the things that she thinks needs to be changed that uh, the republican party wants to see happen here in, in Pulaski County. We'll talk about that when we return on the Dave Ellswick Show. Hey, don't forget about PI Roofing. PI Roofing, are my roofing company, I talked about. They have been my, my uh, advertiser since uh, I started on radio here in Little Rock, which was 21 years ago. And they have never wavered in supporting this show. And I thank them for that <clears throat> because, it, you know, money keeps the show going on the air. No <clears throat> money no moss <laughs> that's just the way it's kind of that's the way it works so no money no moss so keep that keep that in mind uh they're going to be doing my roof again uh i don't know what what we could i'm hoping next week because it's going to be perfect weather to re-roof uh at that time it's going to be in the 60s so i'm hoping that uh, they can get <laughs> on my roof and get it done and and we can be be completely finished with it but Hey they did everything i 've always told you they 're going to do. They did it the first time they 're doing it the second time they talked to my insurance company uh p i roofing did and then talked to Alan Kerr and <laughs> you know took good care of 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 me it was no big uh, hassle. I got a thousand dollar deductible, but I only got paid four hundred because uh insurance is taking care of just about everything but four hundred dollars so then i 'm really really excited about that. So, uh, bottom line, you call PI Roofing. I think they're the best in uh, you know roofing company here in in Central Arkansas, maybe in the whole state. Seven zero seven thirty five fifty one is their number. PI Roofing dot com on the internet. I'm gonna tell you, if you live in uh, Little Rock, probably something you should look into is a security system. ICU Protection can help you with that, and uh, they'll be happy to come out and talk to you about you know putting things on your windows putting things on your doors cameras 1080p cameras that you can really make out who the people are uh, a digital what i like to call a digital do line around your house so you know whether it's a person an animal a gust of wind or whatever car that's breaking it and if it's somebody you should be worried about they can do the whole thing of putting the camera in your doorbell all of that type of stuff and all you pay for is the service you do not pay for the hardware. Pay for the service, not the hardware. And their service starts at about $40 a month. Call them at 501-205-1333. Talk to Billy Mack. Uh, he's been in this business since the late 90s. He's got his own business now, ICU Protection. That's the letter I, the letter C, the letter U. Protectionllc.com, 501 205 Five hundred one two zero five thirteen. Thirty-three, Home and business. He'll take good care of you. He really will. He's been on uh, the show. He talks about how they do it. And, you know, you have all of that so that you hear a person has gotten on your property or gotten into your house or whatever. When they get in your house, I suggest a 12-gauge pump. (laughs) <laughs> there you go. And that's what I what I what I suggest. <laughs> doing. See, see, I keep saying if they want to see crime drop in Arkansas, we need to go back to to the Thompson era. Mm-hmm. Let's put those mirrors back up and let people guess. Do You feel lucky? Yeah, there you go. Do you punk? Do there you feel go. lucky? If you don't know what I'm talking about. Go Google, yeah. Google it. Yeah. Go Google it. 44 Magnum. Out. Yeah, check it out. I was talking about... I, look, I was in Indianapolis doing talk at that time, and I had him on talking about it. Did you? Yeah, because it worked.
2: Uh? <laughs> it
1: worked. Crime dropped precipitously during the time that he
2: was sheriff on here. Well, that's like uh, Tommy Robinson in Jacksonville. I
1: mm-hmm.
2: don't you know if you heard about him. He uh, ended up being a Well, it a was
1: Robinson. Yeah, he was Tommy Robinson that was, yeah. uh, yeah. was doing that. He yeah. Put, yeah. He put... <clears throat> uh sheriff's deputies mm-hmm. with 12 gauges behind uh, the a two-way se- mirror
2: in the Seven Elevens. yes yeah
1: and guess what they quit robbing them yep like i said do you feel lucky punk <laughs> dirty Harry's standing right over there here in the studio all right let's uh for people who want to get involved uh melissa where where do they contact you at let's do that
3: uh website is pulaski county dot gop we're on Twitter, Pulaski A R G O P, Facebook, Pulaski A R G O P, or they can email me at contact at PulaskiCounty.GOP. And wow. my cell number, 501-766-6865. Yes, I want people to get involved.
1: Yeah, that's fantastic. So you let them call your your home cell phone? Yes. Yep. All right, good. I'm glad to hear that. If you're a person of color and I know you listen to the show, you probably wouldn't tell your buddies about it. But I'm just saying, if you listen and you call her and ask her how you can get involved. Absolutely. All right. You're looking for people to run for office still. Correct?
3: We are. We are. Yep. Um, again, filing period doesn't start until February 22nd and runs to May to March 1st. Okay. Um, filing fees. And this is just for Pulaski County. Um, county judge to replace Barry Hyde. $750 for the filing fee.
1: <laughs> yeah. Who threw out Doug Reeder. Wouldn't let him into the meeting the other night, yeah.
2: and him on yesterday talking about that. that is that is way beyond his his uh, authority,
1: his pay grade. Yeah, yeah. And you saw the lines was bad.
2: Oh,
3: God. <laughs> uh, be county, careful. County assessor is seven hundred and fifty. Circuit clerk seven fifty. Sheriff, and I believe we're going to have a couple of surprises running for sheriff. Uh, sheriff filing fee is seven fifty. Treasurer is seven fifty. Uh, justice of the peace is 500, constable is a $100, and our committee member filing fee is 35.
1: That's not bad.
3: Mm-mm. Nope. Is
1: that $35 a year or $35 a month?
3: No, it's $35 every filing fee. oh every, every filing
1: time. So, two okay, years. well, that, time. every two years. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's not bad. Yeah. That's no, pretty good. And we
3: do we've <coughs> done a couple of Taco Tuesday fundraisers um that we've done quite well with. Um Instead of doing the rubber chicken dinners,
1: okay, are you making the taco meat?
3: We did this Most. the first time. <laughs> we did full authentic uh Mexican the first time out. We had one of our our members who is
2: hispanic hispanic yeah. and,
3: and did that and and unfortunately, it was nine thousand degrees outside, and he was trying to work on the, the, the grill so uh, uh
2: he lost about 20 pounds during that dinner. <laughs> so how many
1: positions are are you looking to fill? There's a lot of people that are running for, you know, quorum court and things of that nature. I mean, are there open races that you need to fill?
3: Yes. Uh, county judge, first and foremost, would love to uh, have a county judge uh, candidate. The JPs, we've got five right now, but there's 10 seats. You know, there are
2: Ten Democrat seats we need to have filled, yeah.
1: Oh, there's, it's 10 to 5?
2: Yes. Yes. It's oh, 15 okay. members on the quorum
1: court. Okay. All right. So it's 10 to 5.
3: <laughs> right.
1: Is the, is the gentleman gone that a couple of years ago was upset when I got on him about taking a pay raise and he was upset because he wouldn't be able to buy his grandchildren ice cream anymore? Oh, dear. Uh,
2: I, I think he's... Uh, I think he was a preacher, if I'm yes, not mistaken. Yes. Uh, it was Mr. Green. That's I don't know, so I don't know if uh I don't know if he's still on there or not. I, I haven't... Um, I'll never I, forget that. Yeah. <laughs> I played that over.
1: I happened to get co- copies yeah. of the audio of that. He
2: criticized I, me for buying billboard ads for my campaign. Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. Why would you politicize it, right? Okay, I heard you didn't say mayor, but mayor is because it's an it. It's not a, uh, um, not a partisan. That is partisan race, that correct? It's a
3: nonpartisan race.
1: Which I don't like. Would you rather see them be <laughs> partisan races so people know or should know I what... Think- the so yeah. candidates stand for?
3: Yeah, I think they should know. Um, I don't think just because you are a D or an R means that I should vote for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you, that's a starting point.
1: Yeah, it gives you a starting point. Same thing. I I feel the same way about judges, to be honest with you,
3: mm-hmm.
1: as far as that's concerned. Because they try to get around answering any questions. Right. Well, I really can't say anything because that kind of case might come up before me when I mm-hmm. if I were to be a judge. Well... <laughs> I got around that now. I ask them which Supreme Court judge they most identify with.
2: Yeah.
1: It kind of gives me a feel for what they might be thinking yeah. uh, as far as that's concerned. All right. So uh, how how much longer does your term go?
3: Um, end of this year.
1: Okay. Are you going to run for re-election?
3: You know, there is no telling what I may run for next.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I like to put like her money where, where her mouth is. Yeah, yeah. well,
1: that's good. That uh, That's what we need. We need people that want to run and and be on the quorum court or be, you know, run for state rep or state senator or whatever. We, I think we've got a great state senator in Mark Johnson right now. But right. still, you know, we, you know also... Mark, like, we love your brother, but you're like me. You're a little <laughs> long in the tooth we, now. I'm just, we need to take you our uh, might, you might kick off before I do. I don't know. We need to take our state rep district back. Yeah, yeah, that's another one that needs
2: to happen. We are
3: (laughs) working right now on our uh, election commissioners as well.
2: Oh, okay. Important stuff. Mm -hmm. Very important stuff. We are looking for uh, an election commissioner. So anyone out there interested
3: in maybe filling that
2: position needs to contact Marlisa.
1: I'm trying to think, what was the lady's name that had that position? Christy Starr.
3: Christy Star okay. uh, Evelyn Gomez
1: Well, Evelyn Gomez, yeah, she stepped down. She took a lot of it took a lot of a beating beat. and yeah. should not have. Mm-hmm. Should and Star has been fantastic. And
3: she just resigned.
1: Oh, did she just so, resign again? Yeah.
2: That's the place we're going. She was
1: going to and I thought we had staved that off. But, yeah. And is she Is she going to run for anything else?
3: I don't know. I think okay. again, she's a bright, she, articulate she, woman. I think you period, haven't seen the last of her. Filing period. will we may have some surprises. Uh, she's it's all done.
1: She's the lady. I'm just telling you. She's she's uh, a bright woman. Yeah. You know, Iverson saying anything about running for something.
2: Have you said anything? we gonna trying to get him run for county judge. He won't do it. Well, that would be interesting. That would be interesting.
1: He All is right. not declared. All right. I got you. Right, well, we're out of time. Uh, give them that number again if they want to get a hold of you, Melissa.
3: 501-766-6865. There you go. Contact at Pulaski county. GOP.
1: They need you. If you don't get involved in politics, politics will get involved with you. I'm Dave Ellswick. Uh, Joe's next. Uh, he's going to talk about cars. We do that every Thursday. But I want to thank you for coming in today.
3: Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, appreciate it. Alan, we'll see you in the near future. Yes, sir. It's Dave Ellswick Show here at 101.1 FM. The Answer. To Dave Ellswick show, and uh, Joe is here uh, as we expect. He's here most Thursdays at uh, 7 o'clock to talk about cars and things of that nature. And usually that's with Duck from Duck's Garage. But Duck's not here. Uh, he is under, well, not under the weather. He just had surgery. He's recovering. And so he'll be back in a couple of weeks. And so his son has come in to take his place. Russell is here from Duck's Garage. So uh, they're ready to go, ready to take your calls, eight two three O nine six five, eight two three 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 oh nine uh six five. My thanks for um uh, Marlisa Kerr coming in. She's the chairman of the Pulaski County GOP, coming in and sit down, talking about where it's at, where they're hoping to go and how you can get involved in it. And uh Alan came in as well, and uh he's gonna play an integral part when we start doing the uh uh, times that we bring forth the candidates and start asking them some questions. The town halls, uh, he'll be asking the questions at those events. So you'll be hearing more from Alan here in the near future on one hundred and one. Guys, how are you today? This time last week we weren't meeting because we were all snowed in.
5: Yeah. <laughs> couldn't it's a get to better work day today that's for sure yeah they're saying it's <laughs>
1: going to be 70 degrees today i know it it felt good yesterday afternoon too yeah it was beautiful out yes. yesterday afternoon and uh we were able to you know you get water on top of your above ground pool uh when you have snow and then it, it finally melts and the waters So we finally got all that pumped off and that's taken care of and now we'll just hope for some nice weather for the next few days and no rain and let it all dry up yeah it would be great to have that happen uh for us and uh russell what's been up with you you've been uh you took a little vacation now you're back and i think you had covid too didn't you
6: yeah the first week of january i had it for a week i mean i wasn't sick but i just tested positive and they wouldn't let me work oh so you were asymptomatic yeah my okay. wife was sick i wouldn't I, but i tested positive so. i heard she got really sick well she just you know running a fever and just felt puny but uh i felt puny for about three hours went to bed woke up next morning i felt fine they wouldn't let me come to work so i just started fixing things around the house until i ran out of stuff to fix sure, drove your wife crazy she drove me crazy
1: no oh, she had all she kept adding to your honeydew list Well i mean i've my honeydew
6: list is never ending but yeah
1: <laughs> it was one thing i've got about russell he doesn't pull punches he
6: <laughs> comes never running, ending
5: he it does the, change
1: yeah yes. yeah, yeah <laughs> the list changes but it is never ending i agree all right what should people know i mean they learned again over uh last week about probably having good tread on their tires when roads get real slick and stuff although they're hard to get around on it's a whole lot harder to get around if you don't have any tread on your tires
5: well, that's fact, but you know what we had was more ice than anything, and there's not a lot of tread out there that helps on ice, is there, Russell?
6: No, there ain't a whole lot of you know, yeah. stud, you know studded tires or chains. That's about the only thing, and then chains you just sling them off. So
5: yeah, that's a lot of work just for two days, though. You know.
6: Yeah.
1: Well, the question is, are studded tires that's that's not even a big thing in this part of the country? Isn't no, it?
5: it's not here. No. Now, if you go up north, it is, or you go up in Canada, they actually have. Winter tires up there. You go to a place yeah. and they'll put them in a storage building for you. you. Put your winter tires on. You take them off for your summer tires.
6: And then most people up there have a winter car and a summer car too. That's two, so. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah.
5: car two wheel drive and the other ones are four wheel drive.
1: See, that's funny because yeah. nobody could afford two cars when I was growing <laughs> up. So you know, <laughs> you didn't now, change cars. You yeah. just learned how to drive front wheel drive at that time in sure. the snow.
6: And the studded studded tires is more like a, you know, like police officers still use some studded tires, some on their cars and things like that in the cities. But most individuals don't really use studded tires anymore.
1: Are (laughs) they really that all that good? I mean, I didn't think they were all that, that good when I was driving on them.
5: In this state, they're not that good because what will happen is you'll have patches of ice, and they'll need them on there, but then you'll have areas of the road that are concrete and asphalt that are dry and or just wet, and it just wears studs out, right? Yeah, just eat them up. Yeah. Yeah, short term.
1: Yeah, okay.
5: So anyway, just keep that
1: in mind. Don't don't be thinking about running out and buying snow tires or something. It doesn't snow enough here well, to worry about that.
5: You know, you do need good tires and good tread on your car, regardless whether it's snow and ice outside or even just rainy weather. Because you know, you got a the slicker your tire is, the less tread you have on it, the more chance you have to have a hydroplane. Right, Russell? That's right. That's right. So Man,
1: talk about that. All right. I understand that they've got little deals on your
6: tires that
1: you should be looking to see if
6: they're worn down or whatever there is dot marks on a tire that even if it gets down to that spot then it needs to be changed out okay. yeah,
5: there are wear bars between yeah. the treads on every one of them from inside to outside and when the wear bar gets down even with the outside part of the rubber in the groove that tire's worn out yes
1: okay or you can use a dime and if you can see the guy's face uh you know that's time to get better time. yeah upside down yes mm-hmm. yeah upside down upside down yeah. but in there you can if you can see it you got problems
5: it works. that's right.
1: the way i always learned that my dad taught me that
5: well, there's nothing wrong with that just any kind of gauge but like i said most most Cars made in the past 20, I mean, tires that have been made in the past 20 years have wear bar indicators on I mean, them. You don't need nothing. You can take your finger and feel it. Yeah,
6: even even 18-wheelers, they all have wear bars in between the treads, every one of them. Okay, mm-hmm.
1: so you you run your finger down the tread, and if you can't feel the wear bar, it's time for new tires.
5: If it's flush with the top of the yeah. tread, it's wore out. Okay. Yeah,
6: it's between the tread, okay, down below. Yeah, and, it, it and if it's if it's all level, it, they're they're wore out. They're
1: done. That's it. Go get new ones. Exactly. Okay. There's other reasons to get new tires. You've talked about this, Joan, that they have a life
6: expectancy. Oh, absolutely,
5: yeah. they do. About five years. That's all you're going to get.
6: Yeah. There's a there's a time there's a, a time stamp on every tire that's ever produced. Big. Where small. is it at? can you see it it's or, on the, it's on the sidewall right there sometimes they're in code but yeah but you can it's well, right there on the sidewall
5: it'll be on it'll be in D it, it'll say dot number and every tire when it was built has a dot number and after that dot number in a in a something that's not stamped in the tire it's got a little ring around it mm-hmm. and i have four numbers stamped in there and i have the week and the year that it was built like 51 of 21 that's the 51st week of 2021 yeah and and if they're not on the outside sometimes they're on the inside
1: okay well i you know, always some tires figure
5: are directional
1: and some aren't and i always so. figure around april or may i'm going to be switching tires that's just cuz
5: well, i drive a lot you know if, if 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 you if you drive a lot you're probably going to get average about 45 to 50,000 miles off a set of tires now if you buy some that's a little over a year for me. If you buy some tires that are that are like ninety thousand mile tires, the only way you would want to buy those is if you were on the road a lot, because average person doesn't put but ten or twelve thousand yeah. miles a year on their car. Maybe fifteen, yeah, yeah. you know. Five years, you you still got plenty of tread left, but the tires wore out because of age. We don't. So you just I'm just wanna, saying
1: you and I both.
5: you know, when, when we sell tires, generally we ask the customer, how, 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 many miles a year do you drive? And then we try and base a tire off that, that way the treads wore out when it's life expectancy is gone. But the biggest thing about it is the shorter, the tread wear on a tire, the softer, the compound, the rubber is, which gives you more grip when it's wet, mm-hmm. the harder the compound, the longer the tread will last, but less grip you have when it's wet outside. Right, Russell? That's
1: right. You're hundred percent correct. And, and less quality ride. Uh, yes, the harder yes the, to know, the yeah. harder the tire, the, 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 the harder
5: it's going. Yeah, yeah it, it's it going to be rougher because the rubber's is 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 harder. You know,
6: yeah, that and you know and and rotating your tires, you know, every oh, five absolutely. six thousand miles, yeah. that that makes them last. Plus, it makes you know makes everything wear evenly. That way, you get good you know good good grip on the highway or on a, on a wet road or or a wet surface.
1: Then you go, oh, I forget about changing rotating my tires. Do it every other oil change should be doing it yeah. around three thousand miles so mm-hmm. you know do it every other oil that's the way but
6: then you got these new that's cars that's the way the
1: man obi-wan over here does it for me
6: but then I mean, you got these other cars you know they you know, they might go five or six thousand miles on a, on an oil change you know these newer cars mm-hmm. that run that zero twenty 20 oil they go yeah. for for extended amounts of time it ain't like it you know three or thirty five hundred miles like it used to be but all right now i'm going to ask you truthfully do you buy
1: that or do you think that you should go ahead and change it like you always did?
6: I mean, in, in my personal opinion, I don't think you should go over five thousand miles. Thank period. You. But that's my <laughs> personal opinion.
5: I'm 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 with uh, I'm with you on that too. But you know, the later model cars have what they call 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 oil life monitoring system. Yes, and that is a good system. Yes, it's based not just on mileage; it's based on engine hours, RPM, speed. It's a calculated value. Of so, a what year did
1: that start in? It oh,
5: started somewhere around. They got a really two, big into it. In 2000, 2002, thousand one, yeah. two, yeah, something
1: like that I say, so my yeah. twenty ten has it.
6: Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah,
1: when I look at, at it, I figure, yeah, I got it. I mean, I mm-hmm. I pay attention
6: to it. Sure. And it's it's a good thing because you know back in the day you put the sticker on the windshield. Right. Most, most people don't ever pay attention to the sticker on the windshield, so they just keep driving till like oh, and one day they're just sitting in the parking lot, and look up and go. Oh crap! I'm ten thousand miles overdue for an oil change. Yeah. That's not good. Yes, and so that that oil life monitor pops it up on the dash. So you, okay, I got to get an oil change, and and it kind of keeps everything standard. I guess you can say.
1: Okay, so we'll talk more about oil changes when we come back. We got to get a break in here, and it's really important if you got a new car because your oil does more than just lubricate the inside of your engine. So we'll talk about that here in a moment on the Dave Elswick Show. Joe is here, and Russell is here. And they're ready to answer your questions at eight two three O nine six five eight two three O nine six five. Uh Duck will be back, I don't know, next week, but I would expect that we'll probably see him the week after. You yeah, know, they'll probably, he'll, he'll they'll probably be a couple couple weeks, yeah, yeah. he'll then he'll be back and, and be in studio again. So uh, keep that in mind. But Russell's good, man. I mean his daddy, Duck, uh lets him run the shop basically
6: now yeah oh yeah uh, now i mean that was I, fun
5: in the beginning wasn't it yeah, yeah. it was how about now <laughs>
6: <laughs> not so much fun i mean I, I i love what i do but it's you know it gets it, it gets a little it gets a whole lot of stressful and a you little daunting bet. at times but it is what it is and you just you just roll with the punches and keep out and run out the other end so and then, oh, then with did. all
1: the problems of getting parts at times and things oh, of that yeah. nature it gets rough aren't you glad that you're bumper to bumper certified service centers absolutely because they yeah, get course. the
6: parts for you most of, the, most of it. the time yes and i've got i've got some good bumper to bumper guys down there in benton and they they bend over backwards forwards and upside down for me so i can't i can't complain that one bit about them all right
1: they get on the phone and and call the the big
6: they'll figure it out warehouse they'll, right somewhere in the cafe if, if i mean they'll, they'll call whoever i want them to call or whoever they need to call to find a party even if they don't got it there they'll find it for me somewhere
1: all right as far as 18 wheelers go what what uh, what's the biggest part that's giving you problems right now? In getting
6: that's a good question. Uh, <coughs>
1: has it gotten to the point? I mean, are you, you, uh, def level sensors. That's, that's what I was going to say. They're still on
6: back order. Knock sensors okay. are on back order. Uh, Most it's mostly exhaust stuff because they've go through it so much, and you know it just it just it just goes out but uh we've been here lately been doing a lot of motor jobs i mean just in frames after in frames it's like i don't know every truck in the country broke down all of a sudden at the same time but i'm not complaining that one bit because they're fun jobs but but yeah we've been getting a a bunch of those i've been
5: meaning to ask and i didn't ask your dad but i wanted to ask you as far as you know the manufacturing of the 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 heavy duty trucks Mm -hmm. are they having the same trouble with some of the issues that like ford motor company and gm and all of them had with the chips and all that
6: no, not really. Not, yeah. not, not really. I mean, they're they're getting harder to find, like ECMs and stuff. For if you get yeah. one, that has got an ECM bad. You know, I used to be able to get one in three to four days. Now it's two or three two, weeks. Two to three weeks. Yeah. And it, and when that when I get it, it may or may not work. It's yeah, just yeah. kind of it's kind of one of them things. It's, oh it's man, it's, and that's not good. I, I ordered one for I ordered for a Jeep Wrangler. It was on back order for three months. A 2018 yeah. Jeep Wrangler. You know, and and um, ended up having to pay you know three times what it was worth. But I got to right. have it i can't let it just sit there
5: yeah we, we've been sending a lot of them out and having them rebuilt
6: yeah,
5: yeah. waiting on it to like a r&r you remove it and then you send it off get it repaired and then when it gets back you put it in that might be two or three weeks yes turn around
1: well, when it comes to parts bumper to bumper even though they've had problems with the supply chain just like everybody yeah, else
5: they're standing up taller than most people yeah, yeah. They're, yeah
1: they're doing a good they're doing a really good job and you know you get you know two years twenty four thousand mile a uh, warranty on their parts. If you mm-hmm. use their credit cards, three years, 36,000 yeah. miles. And uh, you can't beat that. If part goes bad, they replace it, the part, and they replace it by paying for the labor as well. Just sure. keep that in mind. Absolutely. All right. Bumper to bumper. They make this segment possible on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right. We got a few minutes here. I wanted to talk about oil because, it, you know, we do this from time to time this is one of those times I want to do it because we mentioned oil and getting it changed on a regular basis. Oil is more important now than it ever has been for the new cars. I would say in the last what ten years, Joe.
5: Oh yeah, it's changed. Uh, ten
6: to fifteen. Uh, yeah.
5: They started. They started back about fifteen years the, ago.
6: The overhead valve engine really changed that. Hmm more rpms run a little hotter temperature internal temperature stuff like that they got to have oil that won't break down the synthetic so the synthetic oil really has come around a lot in the past eight to ten years absolutely which really, really made a big difference okay. longevity of a motor i guess you can say
1: now tell tell the listeners why it's important to change your oil because
6: your oil does more than just you know lubricates inside parts and the oil helps cool the motor i mean you got piston coolers below each piston that the oil sprays up on the bottom helps helps cool the piston and things like that and just you know after i mean even just sitting there for a year you know if you don't if you park your truck in the garage for a year and let it sit i mean oil breaks down you know yeah, hot and cold temperature in it. Yeah. gets moisture it breaks down you know the viscosity breaks down i mean it's that's why you know people like we work on a bunch of motorhomes and and they sit more than they get drove, and I can, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's like, "Well, you know, I ain't put three thousand miles on it in three years. Well, you still got to change it every year because the oil does break down. Okay. It gets moisture and stuff like that.
1: It gets it gets a, a higher acidic level, isn't that what I've heard?
5: Yeah, it's you know, my, you know, you go back when they started out with the synthetic oil, you know, it, it and it become part of the way the engine was engineered and designed about 10 or 15 years ago and is really into it today because like russell said the overhead valve engine with the camshaft on the head the heads are made out of aluminum but they have these clearances so tight in these motors Mm -hmm. and you have to go with a lightweight oil and they're pumping this oil through there at a higher faster rate and volume wise and pressure wise but if you don't change that oil and that oil breaks down the little oil galleys in these motors are small enough they'll sludge up stop them up and then you're going to have a failure
6: that was a, a really big problem with the LS motors back in early 2000s because the oil galleys were too small in the heads, and that's they stopped correct. up bigger than anything else mm-hmm. and had oil pressure issues ever, ever since then.
1: Okay. That's just I'm just saying that's something that you got to know about, and uh, I'll also I'll just mention what Joe always says. You always change your oil like you're supposed to, And you put the oil in that your car was born with.
5: That's correct. If it was born with a zero-weight oil, you need to stay with that. If you up that, you're going to cause yourself problems. Mm -hmm. Any zero-weight oil is 100% synthetic. They cannot make a conventional oil at a zero-weight. So if you have a zero on your oil cap or in your owner's manual telling you what to put in there and you're doing it yourself, go back with what it was born with, that specific weight. You don't have to go back with that specific brand. You can go back with a different brand as long as it meets the specifications that your car was born with, but the weight is very, very critical. Yes,
1: I was all I was. I'm always find it interesting to try to think a zero weight oil. Yeah. How, how can you have something that weighs nothing? It looks it like water. water. It looks like
6: water when it's hot. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's really yeah. amazing when you think about what they've got and doing now. I right, got 27 minutes after seven. Let me guys. I'm going to give you guys a question. Uh, If you think you can answer it before we go to Bill O'Reilly, fine. If not, we'll wait until we come back. Here's the question. Uh, Samantha has a 2016 Jeep Compass. It's a four-cylinder, 2.4-liter engine. I just found out my car has an issue with its auto stop start. I always have it turned off anyway, so when it's turned off, will I have any issues driving? By the way, my car was made in 2018, not 2016. It didn't give me the option.
6: Yeah, it's it's perfectly fine to drive that car with the auto stop feature off. People do it. I mean, my dad does it on his because he just don't like it turning it off and turning on and turning off and turning on and It stop signs and stop lights. But but yeah, it's perfectly fine. I would I would want to know what the issue she has with the auto start sure. stop uh, you know problem with that uh they do have a lot of issues with that on you know cars across the board uh that's 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 a big problem with that trying to get all the bugs worked out of it but but yeah but definitely not you can turn it off you can drive anywhere and however you want to drive after that it doesn't matter
5: yeah you can you can actually get it to go off if you'll put your ac blower on high yes or put your defrost on uh that won't happen because it can't maintain what the desired temperature you want some things like that so but you know it's the world we live in today and you know if you're buying a vehicle and you don't want that on it you need to select one that doesn't have one or one that has a button that will turn it off there are some manufacturers don't give you the option yeah
1: that's what you hear in this It, it doesn't give me it didn't give me the option
6: but, I'm, you know, and, and some of the some of the older guys that, you know, this get, that gets a new car and they go, well, that can't be good on a starter. Well, that starter's designed for that, to to stop and start. It's a heavy duty starter. It's got a second battery, auxiliary battery, just for that option.
5: And wow. some of the real light models don't even use the starter. They do that with the position of the piston. Yes. They fire that cylinder because they know exactly which one's up and they'll fire that cylinder to restart that motor.
1: That's like getting out and That's putting it. the crank on it, That's isn't correct.
5: it? That's what they use. Yeah, they use the ignition to do that. So.
1: That's funny. Yes. Yeah. The newer it is, the older the technology. Sometimes <laughs> you just don't have to get out and, and turn it yourself. That's all.
5: Yeah. No. No hand cranks on these.
1: Gotcha. All right. <laughs> Bill O'Reilly is up, and we'll be back with the uh, car guys here on the Dave ellswick Show. All right. Twenty-five minutes till eight. Don't forget about East End Towing. Uh, belong to the Arkansas Tow and Recovery Board. All of uh their uh, things are licensed and insured. And each truck is permitted. No matter what the situation you run into, East End Towing can handle it for you. they got the answers of uh, your problem. You give them a call. Five. Put this in your phone, okay? Put it in your phone so you got it. Under Towing, under East End, whatever you want to do. Uh, 501-888-8849. That's 501-888-8849. That's East End uh, Towing. All right, so... We got everybody here in the studio. Duck's not here. Duck is uh, under the weather right now. Had a little surgery. He'll be back a couple of weeks. And so, in his stead, he sent over his son Russell, who's sitting in the studio with us right now from Duck's garage. And then Joe's here from Joe's garage, and they're answering your questions eight two three zero nine six five. The questions that I've had sent to me, as well as uh, we get off on some tangents at times and talk about what's going on we we've given you some history of oil and uh during the show and why it's important for you to change it probably more important now than it's ever been because oil plays so many important parts in your your car engine now caleb has a 2004 toyota corolla it's a uh, four-cylinder 1.8 liter engine says his air blower is not working Says, I replaced my motor and everything, so I'm assuming it's something with the relay, but don't know how to tell. I've replaced the fuse box as well. So, you know, just to be honest with you, Caleb, you spent a lot of money. Evidently, you didn't need to. Should have called this, uh, sent this question a while back.
5: But, sure, you, you know. know guessing at it hanging parts on it ain't good no it's expensive yeah it does most but you know reading this right here and i think uh, russell agree with me probably got a blower resistor bad what do you think
6: russell? I, I was gonna <laughs> say either a blower resistor or the, the the control unit in the in the dashboard i've yeah. seen a bunch of them go bad But yeah. but yeah i would start with the resistor i mean it's a cheap insurance and that, that's normally nine times out of ten what it is.
5: But if you can test that, you can tell. And so, you know, hey, yeah. well, our motto is test, not guess. He's been guessing. The guessing ain't working. So yeah. he can't figure out how to test it or doesn't have the proper equipment. He needs to send it to bumper-to-bumper certified service center and get it, get it checked and get a diagnosis and get a price on it, and it'll be accurate. That's for sure. That's right. Yeah. You now, if
6: you
1: want to find out where your nearest bumper-to-bumper certified service center is, just Google it. It'll pop up, you know, shows you those little red dots. Mm-hmm. It'll show you one that's closest to you and, uh, you know, go to their website or whatever, call them, and set up an appointment to go see them and tell them you heard about them here on the Dave Ellswick Show on one oh one one FM, uh, The Answer. They uh, pay to make sure that this show goes on every Thursday, plus they pay and make sure that the car and truck doctors happen every Saturday. And so you can listen at Saturday at nine o'clock this Saturday, and we'll have uh, the car and truck doctors on for that one. All right. Mike has a 2013 Jeep Patriot or a limited four cylinder 2.4 liter engine says, why does the engine on my 2015 Jeep Patriot periodically refuse to turn over? Periodically, nothing happens. Engine won't try to turn over, no clicks, no nothing. When I turned the key, replaced the battery four months ago, replaced the starter one month ago, and it still happens. All the lights, radio, windows, keyless entry operate normally when this happens. It's happened in hot, warm, and cold weather. It happened more than do- dozen times now, waiting five to 15 minutes. It has then started, except twice when I had to have it towed to the dealer and they diagnosed the battery
6: then the starter has the problem. It's not neither one of those. Um, if yeah. I had, if I had my guess, I would say starter relay. But that's a 2013, so the relay's probably built into the body control module on that one. And it's getting hot, and then it won't let it won't let it energize the relay. I've seen that happen a lot of times. Or it could be a bad connection somewhere between the battery and the starter, a wire trying to burn up, something like that. Uh, it's that's that. But yeah, normally if it if it if it you hit it and it don't click don't nothing and five minutes from now you hit it again and it cranks up it's not neither one of them problems because if it's a starter it's a nowadays the starters they just don't go you know like back in the old days it you'd get one dragging 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 and then it would go out and they just they just now they just go out okay Either they the work or they don't That's kind of the, like the batteries yes
5: <laughs> yeah i think there's a little misdiagnosis on that from whoever's working on it but you know, uh, another thing that pops in my head, Russell, might be a security issue with the key.
6: Could be. Very you know? well could be.
5: And, and the waiting five to ten minutes could be the same scenario as waiting for something to cool off, relay, or whatever. But if you put the key in there that don't recognize it and you turn it, they won't let it crank. That's Pull right. the key out and you wait 15 minutes, stick the key back in it, recognize it, it'll let it crank. So he needs to look at his key and see what the blade on it looks like and, and have that that skim ring check too yeah that's important if you do a code test on these things sometimes it's not in the engine or the transmission it could be over in in the the security security that's right need to be looking in there
6: all right especially on that that's a pat system and they're sketchy on a good day
5: that's it (laughs) yeah
1: okay so i'm going to jump in here and, and make a statement and that is there's a lot of you that something goes wrong with your car and uh you don't know exactly what the problem is. So you ask a friend and then they, maybe they're a, a mechanic or whatever. And so they throw out their best thoughts. And so you go to fix it yourself and then you find out it didn't fix it. And now you're already into what, a couple hundred bucks that you had to buy parts or whatever. And plus you took your own time up to, to do it. So, uh, now you take it to have it fixed. Well, the first thing they got to do is you got you have to tell them what you've done, so that they know what they, that you may have caused a problem that they got to fix that before they can fix the real problem. And, and the long the, the ending of the story is this: I know you're trying to save money. We all try to save money. However, uh, many times you're going to spend more money trying to do it that way then you would if you just took it over to a bumper to bumper certified service center and let the professionals look at it
5: and take care of it. I I mean you know we talk about this all the time, Dave. Test not guess. Yeah. You know, we don't like working on cars and trucks, do we, Russell? We like fixing cars that's, and trucks. Well, that's right. That's that's our deal. It's and, the,
6: you know the the challenge of finding the problem and fixing it without you know I don't I don't like I'm not a really been a fan of parts changers and I'm just not a big fan of them and there's a lot of there's a, there's a few folks out there that, that that do that and I'm just not a big fan because you can run up a bill really fast just changing parts
5: well, either that or it come from somebody else and they've got an estimate on it that's got like five items on there and they're charging for all of them well yeah you can fix anything if you place everything that's, that, on that that's pertaining right pertaining to that that's there, right you know but the bills. You know three thousand dollars when if you just diagnose test figure out what it needs and then repair that specific item you'll save a bunch of money yes you're correct
1: yep yeah, you know, the object is not to hang as many
5: parts on your car as you want to but we get that old well it needed that anyway it was old
6: yeah. oh yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> really that part's original so it
1: probably needs to be changed <laughs> it needed to
5: be done anyway yeah.
1: <laughs> so anyway All right, Rose. I'm just trying to save you money. I mean, really, if you want to save money, cars today are not made for a shade tree mechanic, so to speak. You got to have computers to diagnose things and find where you need to go. You need to to know the, the the history of the car and be able to work around all of that and why this may be affecting that. It may it probably. Your oxygen sensor probably isn't a problem. I'm just gonna say,
6: yeah, and, and yes, I mean it all. all, all in all, and you know, watching the data, watching the codes, you know, you can determine all that. But you know, but now people, you know, folks around here have Google now, and and they, they love to that. use it. Cause I get it all the time. Well, well, well my car needs this, and be like, well, that's fine, but I'll go ahead and put that part on there, and then I'll fix it after that. Mm-hmm. You know uh, that happens more times than I can count. Well,
1: I've talked to you, we- Joe. You say people walk in with the <laughs> uh-huh. list from uh-huh. a parts store and say uh-huh. all of these parts. There's a problem with them.
6: Yes.
5: Well, I had a gentleman call me the other day, and he said the lady up front said you won't work on my truck. It was a uh, six six Duramax in a twenty thirteen he wanted a power steering pump put on it he had ordered his own pump ac delco pump mm-hmm. and he said why won't you put my pump on I said, Well, you do realize that's about a 300 hundred dollar labor job and you don't get no warranty mm-hmm. i said your pump whatever your pump costs 300 bucks 340 50 so you're in a risk saving a little bit of money off my part markup to gamble on 300 hundred dollar labor yeah And i said number two I said that's got a hydro boost on he said well that's what's wrong i ain't got no power brakes i ain't got no power steering I said, well you do realize the hydro boost could be bad on that yeah or the steering sector that's correct and i said so you're going to put a pump on there and guess at this and that may or may not fix your vehicle but if you walk in the door and say the pumps in the front seat put it on i'll do this for you i don't want to but i'll do it for you yeah but remember You're hiring me to work on your car. You're not hiring me to fix it. Mm -hmm. So if I put that pump on and there's something wrong with that pump or it don't fix your truck, I do not want to hear one whining word about it. Yes, Just come pay me and drive it off or say, I'm going to leave it with you. Why don't you test it and see what's wrong with it and call me back with a price?
6: And a lot of those instances, you know, the the pump comes apart or the steering gearbox comes apart or even the hydro boost comes apart. Well, it fills metal through the whole system and you've got to change all three yes at, at, you know in at, at the end in the end game you have to change all three components and flush the system out to get all the metal out of the yep. system here's the thing you get
1: out of your mind all right they're not out to take you i'll tell i'll put my reputation on the line and say you go see a bumper to bumper certified service center they're not out to take you yeah they're out to take care of the problem and fix it so you can get back out on the road
5: well there, there will be times when there will be an issue about what to do to a vehicle and there will be some testing done on it and there will still be some indecisive and incomplete tests that you can do depending on what's wrong with the vehicle uh you i give you an example car comes in it was towed in it won't crank over check it starters burned up put a starter on it then you call the customer back and say well we got it cranking but What happened to this vehicle is you run it hot and burned it up. Mm -hmm. Now, if you'd have told me that this vehicle was picked up on the side of the highway and you had it towed over here with your uh, roadside assistance or whatever. Misinformation
6: is a big big key. Or lack of information. Or lack of it, yeah.
5: The hot light came on and you drove it trying to get to the next exit. The engine quit running. Then you sat on the side of the road and you cranked on it until you burnt starter up. Mm Mm-hmm. That's on them because they didn't give us all the information. So sometimes that happens, but it ain't always our fault, is it, Russell? Yeah,
6: that's true. <laughs> and I've had some head scratchers. I mean, yeah. just absolute mm-hmm. me and me and my top mechanic standing there going, Hmm. what do you think i mean yeah. <laughs> you know, i mean it's just that, it, and, and most of that's electrical issues
5: and we'll pick the phone up and call somebody else in yeah, the group
6: right that's that's right that I,
5: helps it really does we have good communication
6: beat, but you know you're, you're beating ideas off other people and they got their ideas and you know we'll kind of take take them all in a group and and, and, and roll with it and and usually you can if you get a, enough ideas you'll you'll either stumble it you'll either run across the problem or you'll figure it out pretty quick One of the the
1: two. All right. I'll get one more question in for you guys when we come back. But right now, let me remind everybody about David Lucas Financial. Uh, If you're trying to protect your nest egg, you know, buying gold or silver might be able to help you protect your assets, your IRA, your 401K, and hard-earned savings. But buying precious metals like silver and gold, and there's even more expensive metals that you can buy, Uh, is different than buying stocks and bonds or transferring funds or whatever. So learn how silver and gold could help you protect those assets. Know that uh, David Lucas Financial works with one of the only regulated and licensed national wholesalers in the country, and uh, you get direct prices from a dealer you can trust. So learn more about buying silver and gold by calling them at 501 222 3315. That's 501 3315 Investment uh, advisory services are offered to David Lucas Financial and Arkansas Registered Investment Advisor. All right, eight minutes until uh, eight o'clock here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Uh, tomorrow's a Friday, Robert Steinbach, Chris Corbett will be here. We'll be talking about anything that's dealing with the courts and the legal aspects of of laws for you on the Dave Ellswick show, and Matt Smith will show up. And uh, there's a couple new movies that are coming out this weekend. We'll tell you if you should go be seeing it. I mean, there's Murder on the Nile that's coming out. There's Night Light with Liam Neeson that's coming out. I'm going to see Murder on the Nile tonight, and I'll be able to tell you if I think it's worth your time to go see it at the uh, the movies. Got a big cast. should be Should be pretty good. Reminds me of the old of late 40s, 1940s, and into into the 60s when they'd have the cast of thousands in the big movies and mm-hmm. you wanted to see the cameos of Richard Burton or Elizabeth Taylor or whatever. All right, Rose has a 2003 Chevy Malibu. Uh, this is a six-cylinder, 3.1-liter engine. She says the car wasn't holding coolant in the tank. Also getting it home, saw some white foam on the ground where the car was car has 126,000 miles on it and it's the v6 3.1 liter hoping it's something simple but i'm starting to fear the worst what could it be
5: well like me and we were talking at the break me and russell we pretty sure it's probably antifreeze tell them about it russell
6: (laughs) yeah i mean it could be an intake you know their air infused makes foam uh, I've seen them foam out of the radiators. I've seen them foam off top of the engines and whatever else. But, yeah, it's, it, chances are it's got a, a blowed intake gasket or it could have a blowed head gasket pumping it out through you. It just depends on where the foam's coming from. I mean, yeah. it, it could be if it's coming out of the engine or top of the engine, it could be that. If it's coming out of the radiator, it could be something else. Um, it, it could be, you know, one of four or five different things. But it just had to get it to a service center and... Mm-hmm. We can put a check, you know, put a put a pressure check on it and pressure it up, and and see, you know, see where it's coming from and see how it's getting there, and and kind of go from there and give you a good estimate on what it would take to fix it.
1: All right. Chad, as a 2004 Chevy Vette, an eight-cylinder 5.7-liter engine, had my car detailed. Now the the gear shift is not clicking into gear. And it just slides. I wonder if the detailer got something around the leather on the gear shift that is causing it to just slide and not go into gear. What can I do? I don't have anyone I can call, but you can write to us, you know, and ask right now. I don't know that much about cars. Sorry. Please help. I've had this car for 15 years and never had any trouble with it. Now, let me just say something. It's 15 years old, all right? Something was bound to go wrong with well, it,
6: it. It sounds like to me that the detailer, or maybe it's just a, a series of bad coincidences yeah, from the detailer to him or whatever, that somebody tried to grab it, slam it down in drive, it broke the clip on the linkage, and yep. now it's just free-floating there. That's it. That happens a lot. I mean, it it really does, but it's just, I don't know if the detailer did it or if it's just a bad coincidence when he got in it, that's just when it broke. Yeah. I mean, look—it's
1: fifteen years old. Things are going to break on your car,
6: and them clips are just plastic. So that's what
5: I was going to say—they're plastic, and, and and you can't buy the clip. You have to buy the cable, right? That's right. And and it's a pricey deal to put the cable in one of them. And
6: it's a nightmare to put the cable yeah. in one of those.
5: <laughs> so, but but you know, hey, just because you know, I have folks come in, and and I'm Russell's had this experience too, and I know all the other CSCs have. You're working on a car and you reach over and you roll the driver's window down to do your job on this vehicle. And the window won't roll back up. The motor regulator
6: brakes, brakes the table or, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And
5: you call the customer and they say, Well, you it happened on your watch. I said it might have happened on my watch. I rolled it down one time, then it got nothing to do with the other ten thousand times it's rolled down. Yes. Our policy generally is you buy the parts, and I'll put them on. Yes. you don't want to do that, then you're on your own. But I ain't fixing it for you just because it happened on my watch. Same thing with the plastic door handles, right?
6: Yes, breaking door. You hands.
5: have to open the door. <laughs> you know? What can I say? We yeah. can't
6: do some hazards through the window. That's
5: it. Well, we could have. <laughs> you could try, before. but know, I'm right. not
6: that sized anymore. But I'm not you know, that nimble either.
5: <laughs> yeah. Most shops have good policies on that. If we're not working on it, we don't touch it or play with it. That's we don't. Right. my guys aren't even allowed to change the radio station. you can, if you don't like what's on there you, and it's you're turn the and you turn the volume down. Turn the volume down and see you don't even turn the radio off because if it don't come back on, it's our fault
6: Not, and my guys, you know. I try to tell them unless you know unless a, a four foot you know six lady walks in or a guy walks in you know and the seat's all the way against the steering wheel don't move the seat
5: that's right. unless you can't drive it
6: yes you know going on a test drive you know yeah. I don't want you to be crammed up in the steering right. wheel either you know move that's it back it. a little bit but don't up and down and sideways yeah. and tilt back you know and don't don't get it comfortable for you to drive that's the thing that's what I that's what I tell my guys so just that way.
5: Okay. There, there, the power mirrors on a on a cars and trucks i tell them don't mess power mirrors you can mess with the rear view mirror yeah. that's all you need that's manually operated and if you reach up there and you adjust that and for some reason the clip comes off the window we're gonna glue it back on aren't yeah, we, that's wrestling? right because yeah, that's how that's how you put it on anyway
1: you glue it all right last question for you all right you got one minute to answer this got uh 2007 nissan frontier nismo uh off-road six-cylinder four-liter When starting out in low range or low gear, it delays upshifting and then suddenly slams into the next gear. It happens intermittently, not regularly. Is this an adjustment or something more serious?
6: That's
5: a good question, isn't
6: it? It is a good question. I'm not a big transmission guy. I know transmissions. I don't rebuild them. Uh, I send them over to a, a good buddy of mine, Gary, over at Midstate Transmission. Gary yep. Henry. A, he's yep. he's a whiz over there. So, but I mean, on that, I would say I would I would want to I would want to hook my computer to it and scan it check the and, and check the the data and stuff out while sure. I'm driving it. I want to look at all the, the the shift parameters and the shift pressures and everything and, and see. Mm-hmm. But I would say if, if it's is, if if it does it intermediately, I would say it's something that you know could have a valve body issue, could have a solenoid issue, could right. have it could just be low on fluid.
5: It could also be that it's got a uh, engine related issue.
6: It, it very could be that too.
5: Transmission performance related, to engine yeah. performance, engine performance related and, to transmission. So it needs to be tested.
6: And that. that's where the computer would come back that's and kind of, and you can watch the data and the data the data never lies. So
5: it'll it'll lead you in the right direction every yes. time.
1: All right, Russell, thank you for coming in from Ducks Garage and Joe from Joe's Garage. We'll see you guys next Thursday. This day in 1972, Ziggy Stardust walked on stage in London, England. will go out with Suffolk City.